Hey everybody, welcome back. We are on episode 7 of So You Don't Have To. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us. It is the 4th of July. I hope you're stuffing your face full of all the best barbecue, watermelon, ice cream, what other 4th of July treats, popsicles, just everything. Go go ham. Um, to start off, well today, just to get in here, we're talking about sci-fi cult classics and we wanted to come back with this because there was a movie that inspired this category and that would be of course we have to talk about the cult classic independence day it's the most patriotic movie guys apparently. it's about americans kicking alien ass and i just have to say if you don't feel proud to be american after watching that movie you never were you know it just <laughs> it makes you feel like yes we can't do a lot of things, but we can do that. We can take some flying saucers out of the air. But golly, what is this What is this movie about? Well, this movie is about a couple of people. It's kind of like an ensemble cast type movie. But some of the stars that made it famous include Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith. Um, but Jeff Goldblum's character, he is the satellite technician. And he basically discovers that aliens are here to take over the planet. His ex-wife works for the president, and they tell the president about it, and they set in motion this counterattack. The aliens are, they're pretty advanced. They kill millions of people. Um, but Will Smith is part of the efforts to take down the aliens. He's in the military. And he, um, he and Jeff Goldblum work together to come up with a plan for how to take down these aliens. I won't spoil the end because... Obviously, we want you to watch it, but they're a really great duo, and it's a really good movie. Right, and if you ain't seen it at this point, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you weren't raised in the proper way, but we're giving you a chance now to make the right choice and go watch Independence Day on the 4th of July and feel a little bit of pride in the imaginary America that exists in this movie. There you go. Our next movie that we would consider a cult classic and i do want to say though let's start with the reason why i think this is such a fun topic is because growing up i feel like when i was a kid all of the movies scary but funny all of those movies were about eventual alien domination like that was such a a huge thing you know what i mean mm -hmm. like for our parents generation and also ours because i guess space just seemed like like a huge unknown, but I feel like we care about it less than we used to. I want to, to say something real quick. All these movies about aliens coming and taking our shit, why do they want our shit? Our shit is not that good. Yeah, it's dying. We're so. literally, like, seriously, like, I'm gonna be honest. I think Earth is probably <laughs> the Florida of the Milky Way. Like, what they want, <laughs> bro, like, we look, I'm sure we look crazy, bro, over here killing our planet and stuff. And I'm not gonna do like a, a holier than thou thing. Like, every, everyone's a part of the problem. But, but aliens are going to be like, bro, they pass by, they're like, oh, bro, we not stopping there. What, what, right. we going, what are we going there for? They should think, hmm, the earth is the ghetto. Like, I'm going to keep it pushing. Seriously, what? Like, they come over here to take our resources. Bro, our planet is so tiny. They're not coming over here. <laughs> <laughs> and, if they, and if they are, they're not coming to take anything. Because if they're that advanced to fly all the way over here, they obviously got it figured out. Because what they, they're going to fly here for and take what? Maybe watch for some entertainment. I see your point. And that's why the next movie isn't about aliens. It's about, well, I guess they're aliens, but they're machine aliens. <laughs> oh, we're talking, oh, okay. Um, 
I, I guess this one, this probably, all right, I'm, I'm going to level with you guys. I, I put this one on the list really just because I really want to talk about it. It's definitely not a cult classic mm, as some of these other ones. I think it, okay, that's true because yeah. it's, it's more modern than some of these. Yeah, but. and it also, and it, it doesn't have the same, you know, it, I'm not, when I, I put it on this list because I want to discuss it, I'm not saying it is at the same level because these movies are uh, clusterfucks. Uh, the Transformers <laughs> movies. Um, they're, uh, they're all over the place. Um, like, okay, so, uh, I'll, I'll give a synopsis of the first ones. The, the other ones don't really matter. I think the, th the third one is really good, actually. I, that's probably my favorite one. The second one, don't watch the second one. Um, but the first one, uh, you know, it's about a, it's about a kid. His name is Sam. He's a normal kid. He's, um, pretty mundane life. Pretty, pretty shit life. No, he's fine. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, but his life is suddenly turned upside down when um, aliens come and visit his planet. Um, it's so... <laughs> he finds out that his car is one of these aliens, and so that's how he gets wrapped up into it. Continue. Um, to be honest, though, I rewatched the first one um, a few months ago, and I just... The movie is really a dude bro movie. As in the first part, it's just Sam just living his life, and he's just trying to get with his girl. And, like, I'm rooting for Sam. Because, like, seriously, whole first hour, no Transformers-ness. It's literally just you're watching the underdog try to get the hot girl of that. And then and then it kind of then it goes crazy, and they're like, what? Oh, this is a very different movie. The thing is with the movie, it focuses a lot on the people. I mean, even the reboot does that, but the reboot does more with the actual Transformers, which is good, but it just focuses a lot on people that you forget that this is about the giant robots at points. Until, well, I you think know, that happens in like the later movies, right? It becomes a little bit uh, more action-y. Yeah, yeah they, they try to do more action-y and try to focus on them more. Um, with the reboot, which is really good, it's written really well, um, that focuses on the people too a lot more, but it's still, it's still really, it's still really good. Um, I don't know if they're going to make more because it's been a while since that one. I don't they think they should. I, I like them, but I, I personally didn't really like the Mark Wahlberg era movies. Those are not yeah, my favorite. Yeah, I don't even... Shia LaBeouf, I like those movies better when yeah. he was the star. Um, but keep in mind, like these are Michael Bay movies, right? Yeah. So that's not a knock. I'm just saying if you're familiar with Michael Bay movies, this is very much within that style. Um, action, you know, like... A dude bro, like you said, mm -hmm. just trying to get with the girl of his dreams, cars. Pretty much, Cars yeah. fighting each other. Like, <laughs> it's it's that type of film. Doesn't mean that it's not good, because I love it. It's still a huge part of my life, and it's why it's on the list. But that's definitely the vibe of those movies. Um, and kind of on that same train, this is a very different film. But similar to the electronic feel, it goes a little bit more 80s. We're going to talk about Tron. Yes. I, Tron, the original Tron, um, came out when our dad, <laughs> our dad watched the original Tron when mm. he was a kid, um, and, but we really love the remake, which is Tron Legacy, and it's probably, we love it probably because we watched the original Tron with our dad, and this movie is about the next generation. Yes. Um, so I recommend you watch the original, but we're going to talk about Tron Legacy today, because that is our favorite. Tron Legacy is... Is so under so underrated. The so, effects hold up in terms up, of effects. Yes, like 
fucking amazing. Like, they're great. Yeah. And it's like, what, the movie was like 2009, 2010? Probably something like, like that. Like, it is. it looks so, sorry, it looks, uh, but it looks so good. In terms of plot, it's about a guy who, he's grown up and his dad's been missing most of his life. Mm-hmm. And his dad was the head of a huge tech company, very innovative. Yes. Um, and nobody knows where he is. Um, and I, I can't really remember how he eventually does find out where he is, but... Dad, he goes to his dad's old arcade that he yes, used to run. Yes, 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 Flint's. yes. Um, and then he finds a, like, secret office that he never knew about. And then he goes in there, he starts messing with some stuff, and he unknowingly activates this machine that brings him into a, like, a completely... It's coded, a video game. Yeah, a coded world that his father created that he never even knew about. And the game is called Tron. Tron. Um... And so he goes into the video game, and obviously he's completely unsure of what is happening. Yeah. But he eventually meets people, finds out sort of like the society that exists within the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds out where his dad is, and he finds out the AI of the game is like controlling. Yeah, the mastermind. Um, and the dad is basically a prisoner in his own game. And so the son, the main character, he has to defeat him. So it's... Back to what Trey was saying, though, is like visually, it's just a really, I don't know, so visually pleasing to like yes. look at. Oh my god! It's all like colors and neon lights. But, but everything's really sleek. Yes, you know, yes. so it doesn't have that. Yeah, like it's got all the neon and stuff, but it's so it's so sleek and pretty. It's oh, bruh. And you like the music is all um, Daft it's all Punk. Daft Punk, <laughs> Daft Punk it, like did like the whole soundtrack, and they even make an appearance in the movie. But I really recommend that movie. I think it's a great sci-fi cult classic. Like I said, watch the the first one so you can get background on his dad. But the the second one is the one I really like because it's about that next generation and trying to, you know, follow in your parents' legacy. I'm going to be honest because they give a recap of some stuff. Like they, they, they give some background. You could not watch the first Tron and watch this, if I'm being honest. I only I, recommend that you do because this episode is cult classics, yeah. and the original Tron is a cult classic. It is. It is. Um, the next movie that we want to talk about what goes back to the machines. And this yes. Is, this is Terminator. Now, there's a lot of Terminator movies. Um, a lot of them are very bad, uh, but the the two specifically I'm going to talk about is Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 because um, they're, they're great and they're consistent. Because uh, the Terminator lo- timeline gets really shitty later on, like really bad, really, really bad. <laughs> so Terminator 1 starts, right? You're shown this desolate future where machines have are ruling the Earth, you know? Well, they're in a war right now, but they're like definitely winning because uh, some evil AI called, uh, I think it was Skynet, right? It's taken over, right? So... Um, now there's a leader of, of like the human resistance... And it's causing Skynet a lot of problems. So it sends one of its machines back to the past to kill the mother of that human leader. Um, and, you know, and it's called a Terminator. He, um, the machine is sent back and uh, he goes hunting. Um, another person, another, you know, a human of that time of, in the future, he is sent back to go and protect uh, the mother and, the, you know, uh, then, then it goes. Uh, awesome movie. Some of its effects don't quite hold up. It's still a really, f- it's still a really good movie. Um, 
the second one, the second one is a, the second one is a lot more fun. I think they 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 gave it a lot more humor and they gave, um, especially the Terminator, a lot more personality. Um, I can't really say what the second one is about without spoiling the ending of the first one. Right. Uh, but the second, but the second one is is so it's it's a really good sequel as well. Like it's really good. Um, so both those, they're they're great. How many movies are there? Like. Uh, dude, there's a lot, man. Like, <laughs> but you're suggesting starting with the first two. I just, just do the. I'm not, listen. I'm not even saying just start with the first two. You could end with the first two. <laughs> they get bad. But the next movie we're talking about does have sequels. Some of them good and bad. The second, we're talking about Back to the Future. Yes. Um, and I have to say before we even get into the plot of that, the first one amazing. The second one, Chef's Kiss. After that. Let's just <laughs> let's just pack it up. Like let's pack it up. Um, but Michael J. Fox is just iconic. Like that's Seriously. just iconic American acting, and he was the star of Back to the Future, which is about his main character. Michael J. Fox is the main character, and he plays sort of like this loser character, just, just underdog type of guy. Yes, yeah. and um, he meets. This, um, I guess, what would we call him? Scientist. Yeah, what I guess I'm like that kind of insane scientist, wacky scientist who he calls Doc. Mm -hmm. Um, And Doc shows him his um, DeLorean. Yes. Which can, I was trying to remember, (laughs) I had it, yeah, DeLorean, which can time travel. And he uses it (laughs) and goes back in time and runs into his parents um and because of his presence in that timeline some things get really jacked up um and he realizes that he has to fix it because if not he could not exist we'll put it like that there you go and so all the movies are kind of like that with him either going backwards or forwards and tampering with things yep and then having to go back and fix it because he really ruined up, ruined the trajectory of his life or mm-hmm. the lives of people around him. Um, but it's just, I think it's hilarious. It's just like really funny. It it still holds up. Like I, I could watch that today and just love it. Um, and the acting is just really good. It's good to see some of those same actors that I just really, we all know and love. Um, but yeah, definitely watch the first two. After that, I don't really know. Like, then we start getting into the Wild West, and I just wasn't really into that stuff. But, um, yeah, I love that series, and I know a lot of people love it as well. Bro, when he, oh, dude, when someone would call him chicken, and he would, like, fucking get tunnel vision or something. And, like, yeah, just got <laughs> that was line. his trigger word. Oh, like. my gosh. Yes, no, uh, there's, like, a running, is this, you know, I say a running joke. It just, it just a frequent occurrence where like, I don't know, the bad guy or bully character or whatever. Somebody, somebody says, what are you, chicken? And then the music's like, like it gets really high. And like he, and then he looks around like, like he doesn't know where he is. He looks at the person, what did you call me? I'm like, dude, chill the fuck out. Yeah, he gets, you know how when the Incredible Hulk just like can't, you know, be, he turns into the Hulk and like can't really identify with his human senses. It's kind of like that. He goes berserk. Except this little man doesn't like you know, he starts kind of squaring up, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, this is another, you know, older movie, not the oldest on the list, I don't think, but well, it might be actually, it might be the oldest movie on the list. 
Um, but it was a really, I think it's really great. And it's something that you could still watch to this day. But the next movie I wanted to move to is another iconic, like sci-fi. And it goes into that sort of, I think it goes into the sort of indoor world thing, you know, apocalypse, but it focuses more on the, like, who's controlling us, you know, are we really in control of our destiny type thing? And that is the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. No, the matrix uh, is, is a, is a ride, man. I just have to fangirl real quick. I just love Keanu Reeves. Like, <laughs> I love him. I just, yeah. If he, if I ran into him, I would probably die. I, I think he's the best. Yeah. Um, I love him in so many other movies, but was his thing in the matrix? Was he like a, was he like a hacker? Yes, so I think so. He was like a hacker, kind of like a bummy dude when he starts off in the in the movie. Um, but he gets someone gets in contact with him. That's all we know at that time, right? Someone mm-hmm. gets in contact with him through his computer, and is sending him like messages. And I think he thinks he's being followed for a bit, but he just starts getting paranoid because someone's clearly contacting him. We eventually find out it's this guy named Morpheus, who tells him that there's something nefarious going on in the world that they exist in and that mm-hmm. there's actually a world outside of the world that they live in. And he gives him the option, which is the iconic blue pill, red pill scene. Like, you know, are you, do you want to know the truth or do you want to just keep living as you are and we can erase your memory? And he, See, one of these pills is going to put you to sleep. The other one is going to give you a crazy trip <laughs> and you'll see the other world. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously... It wouldn't be a movie if he chose to say the same. So he mm-hmm. takes the pill that shows him the truth and he um, gets pulled out and he finds out that basically all humans who live in the world that he lived in were just living in a computer, like a software basically. And that machines actually control what used to be Earth. Mm-hmm. Now it's just kind of like this desolate wasteland and humans are all plugged in to the and live in like these little pods full of fluid, like almost yeah. like babies in the... In the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it's like extremely distressing to find out <laughs> that you're nothing like you thought. And they train him and teach him how to um, how to manipulate the software, how to fight. Because part of the issue was when you're in the game, it's hard to defeat the game. Like you're, yeah. it controls everything. And so they teach him how to basically master how to fight this game that you're in, this system. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there are other movies in the series. There are, I think, maybe three or four. Yeah. Maybe three. I think it's three. Um, the first one is just the best. Like, I highly recommend. After that, I, I don't think they're bad. Like, I've, I know I definitely watched the second one. And it was okay. It just wasn't It wasn't hitting the same as the first one. The first one is just so iconic. Like, there are scenes where you can mouth it word for word because it's just been so, <laughs> you know, it's been replicated so much. Yeah. There are scene action scenes where like so many other shows have like kind of spliced that, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just such an iconic movie. So I really recommend it. And so another movie that is totally different vibes. It's not about the end of the world. It's not about aliens. It's not about machines. It's about science gone wrong. Yes. The iconic Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, so, Jurassic Park, basically, it's um, the scientists have brought the dinosaurs back, and they have concentrated the population onto a remote island, which they plan to turn into a theme park attraction. Because, you know, of course, that's what that's what you do. With <laughs> not, yes, when you bring back these animals. Right. Um, 
it's crazy, you know, because somehow, you know, things go wrong. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Things <laughs> go wrong. The park loses power, and then the dinosaurs start escaping. Now the, now these people are... Actually, it, I mean, it's really a group of science scientists who are going to, like, kind of be consultants. They just came to check it out. Uh, but now it's them, like, trying to escape, basically, right. trying to get help. And since the power, most of the movie is them trying to get the power back on and get contact so they can get some, they can get out of there. Um, but yeah. Um, um, but the but the ones that I remember like really well besides the first one are like um, the really recent ones with, um, and those were continuations. Uh, the one with Pratt and... Uh, yeah. Well, so, so the original, just to give you reference, um, was, you know, Steven Spielberg and it was um, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum and... Samuel Jackson is in it as well. Like he's in there very briefly. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but just so you know, like he's in it, um, and the, like I said, another Jeff Goldblum. He's very like in that sci-fi cult classic yeah. genre. So you're gonna see him a lot in the movies you mentioned. But he's one of I think he's one of the scientists. Right? He is. Okay. He, and he's one of the ones that is most like quoted. Right. He, they gave him the good lines. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then. You're talking about the newer generation. They made some remakes recently with Chris Pratt. Well, they're, they're continuations. Yes, yes, sorry. Yeah. Just like newer, Just new, gen- new, new generation. New generation, yeah. exactly. And Chris Pratt is in that. Um, um, Bryce Dallas Howard. That's yes. Right. She plays the aunt, and her niece, she works there, and her niece and nephew come to visit her. Nephews. You're right, you're yeah. right, nephews. And... They're they're sort of who we follow when we watch this movie, mm-hmm. and Chris Pratt is one of the handlers for the the Velociraptor. Yes, yeah. and so they use his expertise. Of course, him and Bryce Dallas Howard fall in love, or they you know they have some sexual tension. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we won't spoil it because I think you should watch the whole series. I think all the movies are great. Like, it's not one of those where I'm like, uh. They didn't really, like, this is boring, or this makes it worse. I think, if anything, like, it's a bit repetitive, but it's not, like, the sequels and the continuations, I don't think are bad at all. And I think if you have the time to binge and watch them all, why not? Like, what's the most recent, recent one? Um, not sure, but I know it's, that the Fallen the, Kingdom, maybe? Fallen Kingdom, yeah, that, right. that one's not good. It, it's good for a while, and then it gets... It got really dumb at the ending. So that's the second one and they tried of to s- the newer yeah, continuation. And they tried to set it up for a sequel, but I haven't seen one. So um, Nope, there's a third one coming out. It's called Jurassic oh, World Dominion. You've got to be shitting me. So that comes out in 2022. So Awesome. I say watch all the originals. If you want to watch this newer continuation, watch the first one. Watch the originals. Watch Jurassic World. The We'll see how this new one goes. We'll see. That's hey, that's our recommendation, right? You know, you could you could not do that. Do what you want. Um, and so our last movie that we're talking about is the newest one out of all these movies. So it actually works out perfectly. Is A Quiet Place. Um, we I will state this. I'm disappointed in us. We did not watch the second one yet, but we will watch it, and we'll talk about it on another episode because yes. we've heard amazing things about the sequel, mm-hmm. and it's on our list. We just we have busy lives sometimes, but it's we're gonna watch it. But the first one is amazing all on its own, um, and this movie was directed by Jim from The Office, otherwise known as John Krasinski. 
Um, and close, it, close it starts it stars him and his wife Emily Blunt, which is kind of cool. Like to have your actual spouse play your wife. I don't think I've seen that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he directs it and also stars in it. And when we open, they're a family. It's they have a, a daughter and a son. And Emily Blunt is pregnant, her character. Mm-hmm. And they live on this farm. And we find out that basically aliens have taken over Earth. And they're looking for humans to kill. And the only way they can find you, they can't, they're blind. But they have like crazy, amazing hearing. Um, and so part of the way of life for any remaining humans is you have to be very quiet and set up these things in place not to draw attention to you with sound. Yeah. Yeah, the when when these aliens have taken over, it's not in the sense of like a oh, we're going to steal earth's resources. These are these are just monsters. Like these are beasts. They've purely yeah. come for human extinction and yeah. they like I said their hand their the thing that stops them from totally wiping out everyone is that they don't have eyesight. Yeah. But they can hear every single thing. Mm-hmm. And so we're following this family. It starts off kind of normal with them. Like, clearly they've adapted to their surroundings and they have, like, a lifestyle that has kept them alive. But I think what we find out is, like, two aliens, like, are around. And that's kind of like the plot of the movies. Like, two newer aliens come around. And they have to kind of start dealing with them. And add in the fact that Emily Blunt is pregnant, remember, and it's hard to give go through labor quietly, and it's also hard to have a newborn child quietly, you know, raise yeah. a newborn child quietly, and so those like those factors are making it really difficult for them to live, um, and I won't spoil it because it's so good, it's so it good, really and I say that too because nobody in this film speaks. The whole film is, I think maybe there's like. Yeah, there's a, two there's a, sentences. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, but like they, like you yeah, know, it really is just mostly a lot of just visual storytelling. They don't a talk because part of the whole plot is you can't make noise. So, like the, I'm sure the script was like two pages. Another factor is that their oldest daughter is deaf and she uses a hearing aid, and so. Part of like the scariness of it is that she all she can't hear when the aliens are coming, and so it's kind of like they have to deal with that. But in I guess I won't spoil it. I'll just say the fact that she can't hear becomes a benefit to some extent. Um, and so it was just a really great movie. It was really heralded for its portrayal of deaf people and its their use of sign language. Um, yeah, because um, they that's how they communicate most of the time. So it just was a really beautifully shot, well-written, just great movie. And I've heard great things about the second one, so I'm so excited to see it. Yes. Um, so just to finish up, we kind of want to go into our lightning round and do our, our three questions. Um, so I'll start with, if you had to, if let's say the world, we went through our own apocalypse, right? And you had to set aside one of these films for someone to find in the future, and it would be the only evidence of humanity on Earth. <laughs> Which movie are you choosing? Probably, ter- out of the ones I've talked about, probably Terminator, honestly. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to get back to the future because I think that one accurately shows American society and culture. There's so many sponsors in the movie, like, 
whoever would find it would fully know that we loved Coke and and McDonald's and all those things. And they would know how we communicated with each other and sort of like the height of 80s, 90s culture. Um, so that's the one I would do. Because the other ones just seem a bit too apocalyptic. Like it would just show the worst of humanity, I feel like. Um, uh, out of all of the movies that we mentioned, which one has the deadliest antagonists? Like you just know you would die right away. Dude, it might be the, the a quiet place like monsters, bro. Like That's they, very true. like they just bro, they just tear shit up. Like yeah. it would no like there's there's no like even with the Terminator, like yeah, it's a machine and it doesn't have any mercy, but like it takes like it it's it's not very fast and like it's it needs not that it can't kill with its own hands, but like it just you know, it's it's a thinking computer. It takes its time to do stuff. You see it be very, especially in the first one, you see it be very methodical, you know? Um, the Quiet Place, those things, the monsters and that thing, dude, they hear you, you're done. They will chase you, like, and they will, they could be so far away. And and, and they will, yeah, like, abs- yeah. absolutely those. I think that would, I totally agree with that. And I just think that would be the hardest to, like, escape. All these seem terrible, right? But that's the one where it's just like, not being able to make sound, like, that's just really hard to get out of that situation. Yeah. It would be really hard to escape. Um, okay, and then our last question is, out of all of these, which one would you like to see be a TV series? Um, you answer first. I'm going to go with Tron. I think I could really, even though I think it was a cartoon, was it not? Or um, was it a movie? No, it got a, it got a little series, but, like, it was so... It was so quiet, but yeah, I, I've heard that the series is actually good because they wrote it pretty serious, and it's a, yeah, I, I they had a t yeah they had a little series for a while. It was three D animated, right? I think I'd love to see a live action Tron show, and it'd be yeah. cool like if it could kind of be like, you know, the Mandalorian, but in Tron, like maybe like a bounty hunter who like oh my gosh, that would be goes for people, but in the game, I second that. Oh my gosh, that, that would cool? be fire as fuck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just with like the aesthetic of Tron. Disney, get on it. Do that shit. And then oh maybe like I mean sponsor us, but <laughs> it was our idea first. <laughs> but yeah, it would be so cool to have like a, a bounty hunter in the Tron universe. And just, like, could you imagine, like, all the, you know, all Wild West had, like, that bar scene? Mm-hmm. Like, I can totally picture that in Toronto already. Because there were scenes like that in the movies. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, and to finish off, like we always do every episode, we're going to go into what we're watching this week. Um, what's on our watch list? Loki. I, oh, bro, there's so many episodes out right now. I need to, like, I need to catch up. Okay. So, like, I haven't, I, well... I say catch up. I haven't even started it, but like I need to watch it and catch up. <laughs> what about you? I just bought an HBO Max subscription, which I feel like is very expensive and unnecessary because I don't, I don't know. I feel like HBO shows are just so beautiful and feel expensive, but I just don't know if I've watched them that much. They require a lot of time and energy. Yeah. But since buying it, I've been watching the show called Generation. Um, it has Justice Smith. I don't know if you remember him from Pikachu. But he was in that. <laughs> um, he's like one of the lead characters. So I'm watching that show. I'm a couple episodes behind. And also on HBO Max, the new Gossip Girl, re well, continuation, reboot, is coming back. And I'm just over the moon excited. Can't wait to watch. Um, and it's the only reason why I don't feel 
completely bad that I got HBO Max because I was just such a diehard fan of the original show. So to see this new generation with like people of color, mm, can't wait. So that's on my watch list. But as usual, guys, we just want to say thank you so much for watching. Thank you for spending a little bit of your 4th of July with us. And I hope you have an amazing day with your friends and family. And guys, please make sure to leave us a review and a rating because that is how we grow. So uh, if you got the time, don't hesitate. Just drop some stars below. And if you feel extra loving, which we appreciate, forward this podcast to someone that you know and care about. Help them you know, not spend hours of time looking for new shows because we are going to provide you the best and the greatest recommendations right here on So You Don't Have To. All right, guys, until next time. Have a good one. Happy 4th. Happy 4th.